Good day to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I am very happy to be with you here once again at St. Mark Bemidji's podcast. I'd like to personally thank Pastor Allard for his contributions to the podcast through his devotions that he so generously donated. As we move towards the end of Lent, we will resume our daily prayer series. I have a short gap in content between what I have planned after Easter and Pastor Allard's devotions. So this week, we will replay the Holy Week meditations from the daily prayer epistle series that I ran in 2020. The nice part about studying God's Word is that even when you've heard it before, He always has more to teach us from the same verses. It's one of the really cool things about God not fitting inside of any one person or even the entire consciousness of man. I know I got more out of listening to it this time than I did on the last swing around. This is Holy Week. If you really want to know what true Christian faith is, come to church during Holy Week. We are at the climax of our yearly journey to the cross, the final sacrifice. Come and see who Jesus truly is. Come learn from him. Come see the painful weight of your sin and come rejoice in the victory that we could never win. Holy Week and the time before and after give us an emotional roller coaster that teach us about the fullness of God's love. So now, let us listen and ponder the word of the Lord. Revelation chapter 5, verses 6 to 11 reads, And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing, as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll... The four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads of thousands of thousands. This is the text. In the name of Jesus, amen. Admittedly and humanly speaking, things are heating up during Holy Week, and they are not, humanly speaking, in Jesus' favor. By Wednesday... Jesus faces his suffering and death on the cross two days later. It is ever a divine paradox that the suffering and death of Jesus is both a distasteful thing, that God, the mighty maker, must die for his creature's sin, and it's a joyful thing in that without Jesus' sacrifice for his people and the shedding of his blood into death on the accursed cross, all mankind would be lost and damned in their sins forever. To human eyes, Jesus dying appears a failure in redeeming his people. I mean, who ever heard of a champion, especially one claiming to offer life abundantly and eternally, dying to achieve it? And yet Jesus is never more glorious and successful, and it is in his death on the cross where King Jesus is really and truly king, where he accomplished God's will for you and for the world to redeem you from sin, death, and hell. This 
is, as Jesus said so plainly, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He is for you and for all the entire full and complete blood atonement sacrifice that secures for all believers the forgiveness of sins, reconciliation with God, and eternal life. We have, in Jesus Christ, the righteous, just such an advocate with the Father. Jesus is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And so, humbling himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross, God has raised him out of death for us, and highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is of the vision of today's text from St. John's Revelation. The scrolls spoken of in the text, its contents, reveal what will ultimately become of God's people. For the church of Jesus Christ upon the earth, like her Lord Jesus, will endure sufferings and tribulations, sometimes in a physical sense, but predominantly in the worldly discrediting of the church's message and confession of the only true God and Jesus Christ whom God has sent to redeem and save the world from sin and death. To all human appearances, the church is as ignominious a disaster as any ever in all of history. But who can open the scroll? No one is worthy. God holds it and gives it to no mere human. He gives it to the only one worthy. Jesus. Jesus, his blood, shed on the accursed cross for you. Jesus, his righteousness to cover you. That's what the scroll reveals to the believing church. Not defeat, but victory in Jesus. Not a disgraced church, but one redeemed from sin. One robed in Christ Jesus' own righteousness. One that is saved eternally. The church confesses her Lord in tears and sorrow upon the earth, yes, where the devil reigns, where sin abounds, where death grips and refuses to recant, where the song of the church sings is the tearful repentance song, Lord, have mercy upon us, Lord, how long? But in St. John's vision of what is really going on before God, who lives and reigns forever and ever, there is a new song being sung one of victory in Christ Jesus. Jesus takes the scroll. He alone is worthy. Jesus opens the scroll. He alone is worthy. And as the victory is proclaimed, the new song breaks forth. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Believers, kings and priests to God, reigning upon the earth, the song of hope, the song of victory, the song of Jesus, God's Son, who came to redeem you and save you from your sins. That is God's gospel message, his word for you and for all believers, for all who repent their sins and trust only in Christ Jesus. Take heart, dear friends in Christ. Contend for the faith that was once 
for all delivered to the saints. You are not alone. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. The preacher in the New Testament book of Hebrews writes to you, We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. You have seen the contents of the scroll, the words written therein, written for you in Jesus' own blood and righteousness. You have heard God's own word to you. You have God's word, God's own word for you. And his word endures forever. Let us pray. God's word is our great heritage and shall be ours forever. To spread its light from age to age shall be our chief endeavor. Through life it guides our way. In death it is our stay. Lord grant, while worlds endure, we keep its teachings pure throughout all generations. Amen. That's all there is for today, but we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. As this week is Holy Week, we especially invite you to come out and join us at 8 and 10.30 a.m. this Sunday for Palm Sunday, Thursday, April 14th at 6.30 p.m. for Monday Thursday, and Friday the 15th for Good Friday at 6.30 p.m. Easter Sunday services are at 7 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. with a special breakfast in between. I hope to see you there. May God richly continue to bless the rest of your day.